All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Klepa, and on today's episode, we're diving into this idea of unlimited resources. This was motivated by a conversation that I had last night, felt inspired to get on the microphone, talk about some of the things that I'm trying to incorporate to make sure that I'm identifying opportunities, resources, learning, and uh, moving the needle ultimately for our business and hopefully you know, for yours as well. Before we dive into this episode, just want to let you know, if you haven't rated, reviewed, or shared it, would really appreciate it. Just take a screenshot, hit me up at Jason Kleep on social media. Let me know what you're thinking. Uh, leave us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you're listening to. Would really appreciate it. Also, if you're a gym owner out there, coach out there, you've been listening to this podcast for a while, make sure that you also check out the intro by our friend MDV, which is the new NC Fit Podcast, which is really geared towards coaches, um, more coaching talk. This one is going to focus more on the business side of things. So make sure you check that one out. And on this one, make sure you're diving into each of our different episodes. There's a lot to untangle. We have about 150 episodes so far. So I hope you and your family's doing well. Let's have an amazing episode. Talk about this idea of uh, unlimited resources. Let's go. So last night we are uh, we're with the family. And we're talking about everybody's life, what's going on, who's doing what. And I'm with my brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law is in college. And he also um, plays uh, collegiate basketball. And he tells me he got a job for DoorDash. I'm like, whoa, dude, tell me more about this. Congratulations. And so we're talking about DoorDash. And, and we're talking about you know how much money he's making and super proud of him and whatnot. And then I started asking him some basic questions about making sure that he saves enough money so at the end of the year... Uh, he pays the appropriate, you know, he, he has money in the bank to pay the taxes. And that kind of curated this conversation about there's unlimited resources out there for us as gym owners, as coaches, as business owners, if we open our, our, our eyes and, and our mind to it. And here's what I mean. So we're discussing the difference between a 1099 contractor and a W-2 employee. Obviously, W-2 taxes get taken out now at the end of the year, depending on how many, you know, uh, depending on how you structure it, you may get some money back. You, you may not based on your deductions. Then you have a 1099 contractor, completely different, right? If my brother-in-law goes out and drives for, you know, uh, a 10 hours and he makes 250 bucks, at the end of the year, he will be responsible for the taxes on that money because he's not taking taxes at the time. He actually, if he makes 250, he gets 250. And the thing about the contractor is it, 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 it's a little bit deceiving if you don't know what you're getting yourself into because you think you're making more money than you actually are. And I fell victim to this uh, in the past early on in, in, in my career. So we're discussing this idea of making sure that you had the enough saving per month to then be able to pay the tax at the end of the year. And through that conversation, what got brought up is this idea of taxable income and what that means. So naturally, if my brother-in-law was making $1,000 a month, the idea would be to save, let's just say 30, 40% of that, put it away for taxes. But then I started explaining to him this idea of reducing down the taxable income based off the expenses that are associated with attaining that revenue. <laughs> and what you and I, you know, have been in the business world for a while, you guys might have, you know, know this, but basically if there's a $10,000, if he made $10,000, but it took him $5,000 to attain that $10,000, he could then write that off. And now his taxable income is 5,000 and he pays his tax percent based on that. 
But if you're not tracking this throughout the year with your miles, with your maintenance, with your cell phone, with your expenses to attain that revenue, it's going to be really hard to go back and do it. And so as we were having this conversation, I simply went on to Google and I said, resources for DoorDashers to optimize taxes or resources for DoorDashers to track expenses. And sure enough, on DoorDash's website is a variety of tools to use, including one app in particular that's actually designed just for this. So that when you go from point A to point B, you can hit trip starts, it could track the miles, you get 50 cents a mile, it could, it could explain all of your expenses and go from there. And as I'm going through this and I did this basic Google search, it dawned on me that we have unlimited resources right now. The internet is a beautiful thing for that. If you want to solve a basic problem, you probably can find the answer on YouTube or Google. And this just was never more clear to me that in five minutes of, yes, I had to spark the question, of course, and I had to have the understanding that there was this idea of expenses and revenue. But more importantly, my brother-in-law taking five, 10 minutes just to ask questions, provided solutions that is gonna save him hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in the future, just from spending some time evaluating different apps to see how you could track expenses. And at that moment, I started asking myself, man, you know, we are so blessed and so grateful that we live in a day and age where you have these resources at your fingertips, literally, and how often are we not using them as effectively as we can? And so something that I want to impart, something that I want to start incorporating more into my life, and I do this pretty well, but I need to do better, is on a regular basis, setting up time. Maybe it's an hour every couple of days to allocate towards things that I'm interested in learning a little bit more about and spending, you know, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, but allocating appropriate time so you don't go off these huge tangents that are off the cuff of like what your business needs. But for example, I want to get better at audio and video so I could incorporate some of this easier instead of having to pull our team in from NC Fit. If I could allocate 20 minutes, two, three days a week, I could probably educate myself quite well enough that now I'm not going to have to pull in the rest of the team. I could allow their bandwidth to go towards other things that are continuously moving the needle for the business. And so as an owner, I'm reflecting just like I do with my brother-in-law, man, we spent 10 minutes and it really made an impact. What else is there out there that we could do as owners to enhance our business just by spending some time educating ourselves instead of constantly trying to rely on other people to, to, you know, to do certain things. And I don't have specific examples for you because every business is different, but for ours in our media is a great example for me. For my brother-in-law and taxes is a good example for him. Maybe that's the same thing for you. Or maybe it's the fact that you need to um, educate yourself on you know, cleaning protocols based on COVID, which is a direct representation of your business. And if you just spent 10, 20 minutes reviewing on the CDC guidelines and whatnot, man, that could have a dramatic impact on your business. So the resources are limitless. Wanted to use my brother-in-law as a great example in our conversation and how you could save a ton of money and gain a bunch of education just by allocating short chunks of time throughout the week. That's something I'm gonna start doing more of. I hope you do as well. Hit me up on social at Jason Klepa. Let me know what you're educating yourself on, how these podcasts have been good for you, what you're learning, what you want more of, and uh, keep rising the tides. Keep getting after it. I hope you and your family are doing well and uh, have an amazing holiday. Bye.